0: It's the Redirect Podcast. Search industry research, discussion, and analysis from the Black Truck Media and Marketing Headquarters. And now, redirecting you to the Black Truck team.
1: Welcome to episode 31 of the Redirect Podcast. It is Friday, January 26th, 2018. I'm Jason Dodge, founder of Black Truck Media and Marketing Welcome this week by Ashley and Patrick from the Black Truck Team. Hey, gang. Hey. Hey. Uh, So, going to kind of welcome everyone to a special edition of the Redirect Podcast. This segment uh, we're going to call After the Click. And I think a lot of this comes from while we focus so much time and attention on, on topics within this podcast related to... Driving traffic to a site, uh, trends and algorithm changes, and how that can affect driving traffic to the site. Uh, we we often have discussions, uh, especially with clients too, around what happens after they get to the site. So after the click, if if fifty percent of the problem is getting people or challenge is getting people to your site by whatever channel, what happens after that? So. We're hoping this is something that we can uh we can do kind of uh once a month break things up a little bit provide some more actionable insights and details on on things that you should be looking at on your sites ways to move people um making sure they're they're in the proper spots whether you're trying to work them through a funnel convert them more uh things like that so uh i'm gonna go ahead let's let's open it up i'm gonna i'm gonna start with ashley because i think uh I think your approach is going to be pretty spot on with where we want to go.
2: Cool. Alright, so someone clicks on your result in the SERP and they get to your site. Are you giving them what they're looking for? And part of that has to do with understanding what is bringing people to your website. Um, so, understanding the user intent. Are they looking for a quick answer? Are they trying to do deeper research on a particular topic? Are they looking to buy something? Um, so, understanding why they are there, why they landed on your site. And you can look at Search Console, Google Search Console, to see what kind of queries are driving traffic to that page. Um, you know, is that matching up with the your intent in having (laughs) having
1: that that page so you're Um, you're saying you're you're also bringing up another question too of understanding mm -hmm. what is what is as the site owner or as the marketer here what is your intent for this page Mm -hmm. do you even have an intent for the page Mm -hmm. versus what is the intent of the searcher and do those two closely align yeah right yep so if if it comes up not to completely railroad. I think this is an interesting uh, direction to go is that if they don't line up, what what do you do? Like what are some things that we can go through? I mean, obviously if a if a page continues to rank for for certain phrases, certain queries, mm-hmm. obvious signals might be like those how-tos mm-hmm. or what is or people looking for pricing and things like that. What kind of what are some things that that we should be looking for? when we're, we're almost analyzing it at the page level to say do these match up
2: hmm. well I, I don't know if this will exactly answer your question but kind of going along with this is okay say you're looking at your search console and there is a query popping up say you're you have a web page. This is so random, but I was trying to come up uh, with, a, is it with be an cats? example. No, it's, cat it's not really. cats. I'll try to work in cats more for all my fellow cat lovers. But um, I was trying to think of an example to use, and I know uh, Patrick, you um, you just got your child a bike at Christmas mm-hmm. time. So for some reason that popped into my head, and bicycle training wheels popped into my head. So say there was a query like bicycle training wheels. So that kind of Query kind of points to someone who's looking for bicycle training wheels. Um, whereas if there's a query like when to use bicycle training mm-hmm. wheels, um, so there's a couple different intents there, and um, the the when to use bicycle training wheels, they're looking for more helpful information. You might sell bicycle training <coughs> wheels, um, but you want to give people the kind of information that
1: they're looking for sure yeah i think you're i think you're you're headed down the right path with that is that we we know and we've talked about it and we'll continue to talk about it to educate people is that that they're not going to convert a user's not typically going to convert off first visit Mm -hmm. it might take two three four you know multiple visits to to actually get them to convert even as something as simple as training wheels Mm -hmm. So you know when when do I take the training wheels off? You know, did you provide me with this master guide? Does Pat have this master guide on his site for training wheels? Oh, it just so happens you sell training wheels or something mm-hmm. like that. I think that's a really I think that's a really good uh, a really good tie in. Mm-hmm. You know, so someone's searching for product or they're searching for information around the product does your page even fulfill that? Does your page answer all of the questions and provide them mm-hmm. with? What you're getting to is more of the why, right?
2: Right.
1: So what are they searching for? Is the is the query? But you're you're maybe talking a little bit deeper on like why why am I there? Mm-hmm. You know, can I identify the fact that you know, um, Pat? Why would
0: I mean yeah. you can probably speak on that a little bit more. You know. I mean, when do you start training wheels? Mm-hmm. Going from like tricycle to training wheels, and then when do you start transitioning out of training wheels into you know ghost riding the kid on the bike kind of thing? <laughs> you know, it's it's it's. Yeah, that's an interesting way to put it, you know. But that can be, that same that same
1: model can be said for for anything. anything yeah, yeah, right. right. I mean, yeah. it, we're, really, we're talking training
0: wheels, but that could be any yeah. avenue in... in uh, yeah. Kayaks to coffee and, mugs, yeah. Right? right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I guess just to kind of recap that discussion, if someone is searching for when to use bicycle training wheels and they land on your site, but you're just trying to sell bicycle training wheels... Um, is that something that you can add to that page that's going to answer the
1: people's question? Um, Because is that, too? Is that a positive user experience, Mm -hmm. you know? And if your site... So if your site is so sales-focused, it's really not helpful, right? Like, you could even argue, too, you go to Amazon to buy things. You don't necessarily go to Amazon to research Q&A type you know things in your life unless you're like mm, I want to see what kind of products are out there in this category like mm-hmm. I want to see what's available yeah. you're not going and looking for um, you're not searching on a problem clicking on an Amazon right. listing in hopes that they're going to provide you with this incredible guide on like um, getting my child to ride a bike right because the training wheels are just one component of learning to ride a bike
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah I mean the an Amazon shopper knows that the product description is going to be brief and lame and there's not going to be any customer service associated and um an avid amazon user won't um ignore bad reviews Mm -hmm. you know it's especially if if there's no reviews they're not going to use that they're not going to purchase from that if there's a handful of reviews you're going to check them out and see us there if there's Two similar products and one has seven hundred reviews and one has twenty two reviews. You're gonna really put a lot of extra effort into figuring out why that <laughs> seven hundred review one is dominating. Totally. Yeah. But it's you're still not being uh, educated about what it is. Right. That's a really good point. I like that. What else? What else
1: can we learn about the the what and the why?
2: Yeah. So again, is the content that you have. On the page, is it answering the queries that are attracting traffic to the site? Is is the content clear and helpful, and is it enough? um, If you notice that people aren't staying on the page once they land there, Um, think about how you can incorporate internal links to other pages Mm. on the site or other include other types of content that's going to enhance the user's experience and give them more um, information. Or is there anything deterring them from staying on the site? So, I mean, this is getting into a whole other uh, ball game, but you know, pop-ups or a, mm. a poor page mm-hmm. layout, etc. Um, that's something that we can discuss another time. But um, yeah, is are you giving the the user what they're looking for when they click on your page and? Want to know what you have to say.
1: And so I think if you take that, that type of information, trying to better understand and, and removing yourself as the marketer, remove yourself from the situation completely and say, okay, I'm going to read this, my page and, and glean some insights and say, what is the intent of this page? Mm-hmm. Why did we, Why did we develop this page? In the case of, oh, it's strictly a product page or it's informational. Mm-hmm. It's a resource page. Um, two different types of audiences, does that match up with the intent, the searcher intent, Mm -hmm. making sure those are closely aligned? But then what if, you know, down the road we say, gosh, I'm getting a lot of traffic to a page. So I'm looking at just strictly like sessions and visits at this point, we're getting a lot of traffic here and it's really developing a lot of time on site. You know, there's some really good solid on site metrics there, but this thing doesn't convert worth a damn. You know what do we what do we do? You know are we neglecting the the highest traffic, lowest converting pages on on sites? And mm-hmm. I think that I think that there's a lot of a lot of people do right. Everybody's like, oh, the homepage. Well, of course the homepage is going to generate a lot of traffic. That's your that's your main billboard. But but look at what your other pages are and how they perform and compare to one another, mm-hmm. uh, and then go and look at. The intent, so identify those maybe those uh, those top pages using just Google Analytics, and say okay these are my top pages by um, by sessions and and uh, and user interaction. Maybe couple it with some Search Console data um, to then be able to say all right these are our highest profile pages, our our most valuable from a traffic perspective. They might not be the most valuable from a conversion perspective. So, then we can go back to your question: Is, well, are we matching their intent? Are we meeting their need? Because yeah. if if no, you could you could hit like three out of five points in what they're looking for, and in some users that might be okay, but you might be leaving money on the table too, and and not hitting that. So you might want to go through and revamp and and try and and better understand what whatever it is that topic is to, to develop a better page Yep, for sure. For sure. All right, Pat, I'm going to you next. Yeah, I know where t- you're, I know where you're going. A lot of that segways, right in. Yeah. yeah. A
0: lot of that segues, uh, in into what I want to talk about and kind of, I'm going to maybe say the same thing, but differently. Um, but I want to talk about getting around a site more navigation beyond just a navigation menu. Um, that, that too often I've seen, um, not just a bad menu structure, but um, inabilities to get to certain things, mm-hmm. like not having a clickable logo, you know, to get defaulting back at the home page. Or if um, it's a um, field that is heavily contact-based. Let's use the example of, of a law office. Um, you're, I'm a searcher trying to find a law office that uh, meets the need of some help I need, some legal advice I need. Are you
1: telling us you're in legal trouble? <laughs> not, not,
0: yet. At, right? I haven't filed my taxes yeah. Send uh, lawyers, guns, yeah. and money. Up. Okay. Uh, so the contact information you would think on something like that, like a phone number or an email address, mm-hmm. you would want loud and proud everywhere on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's, if it's not present, you're going to lose the opportunity. Um, you, it, you've, a lot of that kind of stuff can be snap, um, a snap decision and if you can't provide them with the information they need right away you know if i'm mm-hmm. let's say i'm looking for um a bankruptcy attorney something mm-hmm. like that and you're going to get a million different results because the legal field is uh, is the most competitive field on the internet basically <laughs> um you find you, you 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 win the click you get that click that's a huge step yeah but if you don't have that information immediately available to them you're going to lose the click. They're you certainly don't want to yeah. send them on this choose your own adventure mm-hmm. party. Right. I mean, right. Um, and that, that's just one example. Um, in, as Ashley talked about getting them deeper into the site through internal links, um, once you get buried into that site, how do you get back mm-hmm. around? It's, mm-hmm. it's sometimes on the, the, the bigger sites that, um, are full of, you know, 10 years worth of active blogging, and uh, blogging child styles maybe changed two years ago mm-hmm. and all the old style is still mixed in with the new style, uh, a user can get really lost and not really know where they are and how to get back to that one page. You know, do, when you click a new link, does it open a new tab? Does it uh, open, does it take you away from where you're at? It, it, there's so many different things that can bog down a user to get them lost, especially in one of those big, thick sites, mm-hmm. that uh, finding a clear path to get anywhere oftentimes really prevents a lot of abandonment. No, I agree.
1: I, I think, I think it, it seems it, while some of that might seem basic, and there are going to be a lot of people who are going to be like, oh, well, no, no kidding. There are countless, countless sites that are being developed still, in 2018, that don't follow just good kind of rules of thumb. You know, they've got this. I'll call it a mega mega menu. It's <laughs> like a menu inside of another menu. If it's clunky on the desktop side, it sure as hell is going to be horrible on a right? mobile side. You know, um, I I think that if you follow the 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 keep it simple stupid approach to navigation. That's going to be the biggest thing. If we focus strictly on navigation alone, you know, where Ashley's talking about, okay, you, you landed somebody there. Now what does that meet their needs? Well, what if they want to learn more? What if they, uh, in the case of a law firm uh, or a financial institution or healthcare, the, the kind of the big three there, those all are, are traditionally a high referral network. Mm-hmm. That's, that's mostly yeah. how those professionals will work. And as long as they're being realistic about it and they, they say, yeah, we, we generate a lot of interest through our referral, um, you know, our, our referrals, why wouldn't you make it? Like your brand is known. You, Patrick, might be an attorney at a law firm. Your brand is known. I'm going to go and look for you. I land on that page. I'll, if I can't contact you, if you don't make it easy for me to reach out and get in touch with your firm, you've wasted my time. Right.
0: Right, I'm not right. talking a LinkedIn link. I'm talking no, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's yeah, a, I don't want to connect with yeah. you professionally. <laughs> yeah, I'll, it's a local. I want to hire number. you. Yeah, yep. have a, a hyperlinked uh, phone number that you could click on if it's Clicked mobile. Call yeah, yeah and, uh, or if, email address they can quick email don't make it complicated form.
1: Well, I I think it goes So there's some basic principles. There's even a um I think we even do we even have I think we might even have a I don't know if we have a copy of it. I'm looking over at our bookshelf right now. There's a really great book. God, I feel like it was written in like 99 or early 2000s. It's called Don't Make Me Think. Hmm. Hmm. And it's it's principles of of web design. And I think that is really really relevant still to this day and and like kind of those key elements you want to think about is keeping it consistent back to your point about Mm -hmm. navigation you know content flow and structure wise totally you have a consistency based off of is this a product page is it more of an informational resources type page but navigation absolutely you know how and where it's appearing on the site in both a mobile format as well as a desktop format Um, categories we went over this just the other day ashley and i did collaborating on something it's like If your main services, your main services are, you know, uh, let's say in this case, let's think of the bike, you know, the bike theme. If it's, um, there's men's bikes, women's bikes, children's bikes. Why are we shoving this all under products and then having services next to it and about and all this other crap when ultimately we know people want to come there and they identify themselves as, well, Mm -hmm. I'm looking for a kid's bike. Or I'm looking for a women's bike. Like, make those your main categorical navigations. Like if you're I'm sorry, but if you are a homeowner and you land on a site and you make me look for the residential services, like you make me kind of like fumble my way through it, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get pissed and leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, if your competition continues to do that, you know, if, if everyone is on that same train. You know, that's an opportunity to separate yourself and make things really, really simple.
0: Yeah, and, and you, <clears throat> you've mentioned it before. It's take a look at what your competitors are doing. And you don't necessarily have to emulate your competitors, but find your competitors' flaws and, and move in through that. And that, oh, yeah. that goes along with that. Um, another example, uh, when I, I mentioned that after the click a couple weeks ago uh, in reference to, um, excuse me, a CVB. Uh, yeah. And there was a subsection on the site, not necessarily a micro site. It was kind of operated like a micro site. When you clicked into it, the logo changed.
2: Mm.
0: And then when you, the, the home button turned into that subsection. So if I wanted to go back, to the previous section of the site, I legit had to click the back button in the browser. This is breaking the user experience and yeah. the navigation. If I, if I wanted to go back to the home site of that the parent, like the total site, and I clicked on that logo or the home button on that part section of the site, mm-hmm. it went to the main page of that, that microsite. And it, again, it totally broke the experience. And it, as a user, I'm not sure which one I'm supposed to uh, be paying attention to now because there wasn't a d- distinction between this... Purpose of this microsite versus the purpose of the site as a whole.
1: Totally, and and I think uh, I think you know when it comes to user experience and uh, from a web design perspective, we certainly have uh, a couple of guests lined up that we're gonna that we're gonna bring in to talk specifically about that. But it, it is keep it consistent, keep it simple. From from a management perspective, man, I hope you have like one or two people that are the point people on yeah. the site. You know, it's it's one thing to say we have. We have this really great marketing team, and anybody can enter content. Maybe that's from a, a blogging and content marketing strategy, but there really should be a single point person or two on a team that kind of more or less hold the brand standards mm-hmm. on that that look and feel. Because let's not let's not go back to ninety seven with you know, flashing text and dancing bananas. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like... Let's,
2: why, why not? <laughs> Those are fun.
1: I mean, let's... Let, well, that only happens every Thursday. Um, let's really try and keep it, your brand on point, and that has to deal with everything from the messaging and the way that you're talking to people, as well
0: as, to your point, Pat, navigation, yeah. and keeping things very simple. That point person... Um, another integral part is blocking standards, style, and formatting of a blog yeah. post. Uh, have if you have multiple authors, create a uh, a game. standard style. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. That everyone should follow. Mm-hmm. Naming conventions, uh, introductions, things like that. It, yeah. it, again, you see too many mix. If if too many people have keys, <laughs> it's going to get goofed up. Totally. totally. You can have multiple authors. You can let people let multiple people on your team post. As long as there is a standard.
1: Yeah, editing. I think editing is is crucial in that part. I mean, I I know I can speak from experience for us internally. I mean, if if I write something, I know it's getting scrutinized and edited. <laughs> uh, you know, by a couple people here. Um, but the same goes for them too, right? I mean, if Ashley writes something, it's going to get scrutinized as well. It all has a very similar flow. It all has a, a similar outline, but. It's undergoing scrutiny. Your entire site should be that way. Mm-hmm. If you have these really highly valuable uh, pages from a traffic perspective, but they're not converting or they're mm-hmm. not driving uh, deeper page depth, so, so engagement metrics like time on site, uh, page depth, those are things that can also show a lot of uh, uh, value in mm-hmm. the search engines as well. Uh, okay, what's, what's broken? What's wrong there? And by broken, it means the messaging is not lining up with the searcher intent. So your intent as, as the company or organization doesn't match what the user is is searching for and the reasons why. So that can, I mean, that's one of those things that we'll go deep dive nuts on. But then the other side of it, too, are just those basic navigational items, Pat, that you pointed out, too, kind of as, as pulling this full circle is keeping things consistent um, <laughs> Make sure all your navigation is clickable. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's easy to get from point A to point B. And, yeah. and, and I really think it, that next level thought process, it seems really basic, but it's very difficult for for marketers to get out of this mindset Is is the division of your site into more formidable categories. Get out of the products and services solutions mindset industries that Mm. that type of thing there's nobody that goes and search that most of the time they're not searching for just an industry they're searching for something
2: in the specific
1: in the industry so you know call out your major categories your your big players what you're probably selling the most of and and keep it keep it really simple Mm -hmm. you know and now i'm gonna like eat my words and probably go look at our own site and make sure that we did the same thing, you know? So, um, but, but I mean, we, we really, at some point I get it. You have to shove some things under, under services. Um, if you have a lot, but if you have those major categories of services, yeah. if you know for two things, yeah, just highlight the two things. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. For sure. So, ah, I think that's really good. Take a look at what your highest traffic pages are. Mm-hmm. Um, spread that out over some time, maybe take like a, um, a snapshot of, of three, four months, you know, get a good quarter's worth of data or go an entire year if you want to um, see what those highest traffic pages are. Um, how are your users engaging with that with on-site metrics? And then uh, are you fulfilling their, their absolute need? And then are you making it easy for them to, to get where they need to, where they need to go? Yeah. I think that's, I think that's really the the basis of it. So, uh, in that, uh, that was kind of our first, uh, successful round of, of a special segment we call after the click. So uh, check out the last two episodes, uh, have some really good facts, uh, episode 30, episode 29, where we've discussed uh, topics such as the major changes that have come to Facebook and the what we'll call the organic algorithm for uh, pages and content that's going to come up in your timeline, uh, as well as our predictions on on. Like, what does the future of uh, voice search look like in 2018 and, and some other things to come? So, um, until then, good luck. This has been the Redirect Podcast. Check out the show
0: notes at blacktruckmedia.com and add us on iTunes and Stitcher.